This episode is brought to you by NerdSlant.com. NerdSlant.com is your new trending nerd news source for all things video, blogs, articles, reviews, and even this podcast. And even the new blog accompanying this podcast that you can find on NerdSlant.com. Jay, Jay. What's poppin', my fellow blurs, nerds, and Wikipedia fact-checkers? It's your host, Imani Wilson. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Bombastic Podcast. Now, I know it's literally been a whole season since we last spoke. Meaning, like, figuratively, literally, like, it's fucking cold outside now. So, I just wanted to welcome you guys once again to my crazy world, and most notably, I'd like to say please take this time to go ahead and consider hitting the subscribe button and hitting that notification bell to be updated upon this weekly podcast. You can also check out the full-length version of these podcasts, because it's definitely different from the video editions, to go ahead and hear more about minor thoughts and machinations on whatever's going on in the world of blurred nerd pop culture and trending news and my own machinations and my own very special special mind and most notably i wanted to go ahead and take out this first episode to speak about an event that's very near and dear to my heart and the hearts of thousands who go ahead and attend their annual pilgrimage for nerddom and of course i'm speaking about the millions of dollars that go into housing the thousand of souls joys and anticipations who spend hundreds of years, I mean, not hundreds of years, but hundreds of days, if you will, in a year, waiting for four days in that one year that mean the most to them. And of course, I'm referring to Comic-Con, but in this instance, New York Comic-Con. So my friends and I at Nerdslant, which of course, again, shameless plug, you can check them out, as I mentioned earlier before, um, decided to go ahead and descend upon the madness that was Comic-Con weekend with the Joker releasing, with the horde of nerds that would then descend upon the Jacob Javits Center for New York and this lovely four-day stretch of October, even though it rained like shit the first day. Um, we absolutely made sure to make it our business to follow our convictions, to find the most interesting curio that would sate our desires, to find the panels that would let us know of new releases that we've been looking forward to, to find guests of the comic, author, anime, movie, TV variety, and then most importantly, feast our eyes upon the wonderful, twisted, and unexpected creations that you, my fellow nerd brethren, sistren, and folks in between, decided to come out in full force. So I give you bits and pieces of our journey into what was New York Comic Con 2019. Roll it! So I'd be remiss, obviously, if I didn't say that, um, first of all, I'd like to go ahead and um, take this moment to say that I have my overall grade for the con. My grade for the con this year, based on the offerings, is a C+. Now, let me tell you why as brief and succinct as humanly possible. Again, you can get the full-length version of this on audio, whereas upon video, we get an expedited bit so that way you can go about your fucking life. Um, this year didn't necessarily have the most offerings, and I'll tell you why. And this is just my own hypothesis on this. And educational guess. Um, number one, 
The Marvel movies, as we know of them right now, were pretty much wrapped up for the year. There was, there is no expect, no, there is no other film coming out for 2019. For 2020, I mean, there are a couple of slates, but nothing in the immediate future that would have made it for New York Comic Con in October 2019. That's number one. Number two, um, you also have to remember that as far as for TV. Ever since the Netflix deal has gone and now Disney Plus has been launched, there are no Marvel TV shows that are even in production yet. There have been no casting, no scripts and such are done, so this just isn't a time that you're going to see anything from the Marvel TV side either. I mean, at this point, the only thing that I would say that's probably a little bit disappointing considering that it's coming out soon would be Star Wars. And Star Wars for itself, I mean, all the cosplayers were there, but there wasn't even as much as like a real big panel or notable panel anything like that that was even present and lastly on the front of video games you have to remember with the exception of the nintendo switch the new consoles are going to be out in less than 12 months well about eh, 12 months from now a little over come the holidays of next year but that's what e3 is for no way in hell do playstation sony or xbox microsoft find themselves speaking about anything about their new projects in october so literally you're only mentioning about a couple of games like i saw you know a predator game stranger things mobile game um iron man vr you know a couple of just like few titles here and there just to make up things but otherwise nothing really substantial like a quantum leap there was however the um, marvel avengers game in conjunction with square enix that was there but considering how much they were in our fucking face saying hey you can't take photo or video of this i can't really give you any sort of like visual representation with the exception that the fucking game looked like something that came from the PS3 about maybe, I don't know, like six or so years ago. I personally want to reserve my judgment until a playable demo is released and everyone gets to see this shit show for themselves. But I can tell you right now, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. But otherwise, I would have to say again, this was a lull over year. I think when it comes to Comic-Con 2020... Um, San Diego Comic-Con 2020, and even E3 2020. That is the marquee year for all things nerd. We'll be entering a new phase in Marvel. We'll be entering a new phase when it comes to TV shows that we can expect for either um, late 2020 or early 2021. And, of course, the next-gen consoles will be releasing with, I'm sure, a nice ton of exclusives. So this year was just a holdover year where... I would say more than anything, what really carried this year were you, my fellow nerds and cosplayers. You guys are what held this over. And I can tell you going into it, I knew there were a couple of cosplays that I knew were going to be very popular. And some that I was that was disappointed I didn't see more of. I was disappointed I didn't get to see more of the Umbrella Academy. I figured, hey, you know, school kid outfit. This should be simple. This should be a breeze. You should see a bunch of the Hargreaves out here. Like, why the fuck not? I saw one good Ben Hargreaves, and that was it. I didn't see much else. So, that was a disappointment. But what absolutely, I mean, I called this shit. I'm sure if I wanted to archive it, but eh, I'm probably not going to go through all the effort. Um, go through one of my previous podcasts from the last season, I literally said that when Avengers Endgame was released, that the most popular 
goddamn cosplay that's going to be featured at comic-con for the year 2019 was going to be sad thor you motherfuckers came out in so many different variants of sad thor i have a montage for it i was gonna feature it in this video but i'm gonna give it its own video out of proper respect so please by all means at the time of this video's release i want to say give it the following day and the sad thor montage will be out for all to see and all to witness and experience but otherwise i would have to say a job well done the cosplayers the community everybody are what really carried this con the after parties were amazing the joker was an amazing movie that again i think deserves its own conversation which will be later on the audio version of this podcast because it's too much to try to convey on the video side but um i just wanted to say that of course again i look forward to this every single year because again you guys make it great to all my friends that i caught that i caught up with shout out to all you my nurseland crew we came we saw we partied fuck we literally partied so hard we had a fucking tv reality star crash on our floor and hey again these things deserve their own videos which again you will find on this channel so I'm I'm gonna let that one speak absolutely for itself, but I'm gonna go ahead and just um unveil the curtain as it is now. We literally fucking had Ming Chin of AMC comic book fame crash on our floor. And literally I thought to myself this would be a great time to maybe get some social media moments out of this, but again, me being the upstanding person I was, I I I literally gave my bed to this man. And since then He's become more than just some celebrity I know. He's a fucking friend. And that's what Comic-Con is about. Camaraderie. Looking out your fellow nerd, no matter how drunk, tired, or uninspired, or inspired, whatever the case may be. is standing there arm in arms and saying, I like that, I love that, and I don't really want that. So... Again, I have to thank you guys once again for coming back and tuning in. I love it. I'm so glad you guys are interested into this weird little world that I continue to live and thrive out of and continue to flesh out. And again, uh, I look forward to being able to continue to experiment within this format, see what works, see what doesn't, continue to try to bring more guests and provide more offerings and uh, make this season a good one. I mean, again, it's getting a little crazier out there. The weather is getting a little more interesting out there. So this is the perfect, I think, companion to keeping your ass in the house and informed on what's happening in nerd news and the world around us all. All right, you ask and I deliver. This is the limited edition, if you will, version of this podcast. Um, This is kind of where I decide to go ahead and kind of get my, what's the word I want to say? Like stream of conscious, consciousness upon the podcast. So as you can tell, the tone sounds slightly different between the sort of regular edition and then now this limited edition so i feel like this one is for all the actual podcast listeners i notice when it comes to the audio side they're the folks that tune into the video that love to see my face i mean i'm not saying that in a very egotistical way but more along the lines the people that just prefer the audio format versus listening to me ramble you know you know excuse me prefer the video format versus listening to my audio rambling but um Comic-Con this year, just in hindsight. First of all, let me say this.
I'd like to give a nice, lovely shout out to Yotel. Um, I definitely did so in the video, which is kind of why huh, there's a proponent to seeing both forms of this content. Um, I gave a shout out to Yotel because they were the hotel located on 10th Avenue in Manhattan. And they did me lovely justice with upgrading my room to the King Jr. suite, which made me feel like a whole fucking celebrity. The whole hotel itself felt like something out of like a James Bond film. I mean, literally everything in there is like this sort of uh, like old, like it's like that retro futuristic style version of, you know, artwork and architecture, if you will, and just interior design. Um, they play old like TV show theme songs and cartoon theme songs and movie theme songs. Like it's something to really wake up in the morning, um, go to the buffet breakfast down there, which is like 15 bucks. And you think to yourself like, fuck $15, like, damn, that's a lot for breakfast. But I mean, dude, when the, when they got the eggs popping, the bacon, the fruit, fucking bagels and muffins, all of that shit is just there for you. All you got to do is there. They ask you if you want tea or coffee. I wanted coffee because I don't normally drink coffee. I'm probably going to have a coffee when this podcast is done, which, by the way, this is officially the last podcast that I'm ever editing like with my own time and bare hands. So I'd like to give myself a lovely pat on the back for plenty more nights with better rest. So I'm going to love that shit. And, um, more than anything, you know, the whole hotel was just, it was super dope. Like I said, I got an early check-in, which I was not anticipating. It was super dope. Um, early check-in room upgrade all for free, dude, like all for free. Like, like I'm telling you, I really felt like they were just doing me a solid. Only part, only part and point that they let me down on is that the hot tub itself gets dick gets disconnected in the middle of uh september because i was definitely planning to have the homies over and we do a podcast straight out of the hot tub on the middle of the fucking rooftop in october for comic-con weekend now granted it's probably a good reason we didn't do it because we probably would have gotten fucking sick who knows i don't know but either way it went down and um yeah i mean you know just just trying to think about everything in the weekend on a single recording it's kind of hard to do when you really blur in what i was averaging at the javits alone it was like an average excuse me it's like an average of like seven hours per day excuse me get some water on this seven hours per day those seven hours per day you know it, it just made me realize how much you know i really like almost treated it like a job because if anything, I got in first thing in the morning, you know, took a break in between with lunch, which I also had lobster rolls from the fucking food truck, which were amazing. You know, like, like I said, you know, I, I, I felt like I really made sure to make this pot, not, not so much this podcast because it is memorable, but I tried to make this con as memorable as possible because I mean, without going too much into detail, but I definitely told my friends and I even meant this even for myself was this was my last Comic-Con in my 20s. Like, I'm literally 29 years old at the time of this recording. I'll never be 29 years old, you know, again for, you know, as long as I have till now, to April 17, 2020. So, I wanted to make this con like a, hey, dude, 
you know what, you went to this your first year, some seven years ago, going that first day, and then you brought friends, you brought like, you know, you know, um, like former love interests, you brought family, you've made friends, you've made family, and it's like, yo, you've made this shit a part of who you are, this is ingrained into who you are, this is, like, yo, this is my mecca, like, this is my pilgrimage each year where I literally get myself together to come here and just immerse myself in a world of a bunch of my interests and with a bunch of other folks who have interests and then try to rekindle these flames of my childhood. Like, like, like for me, I can tell right now where it's almost 4am and I've got work in like six hours that I'm running just off of the steam that not only do I want to make sure this podcast goes out, but I'm also running off the steam because I honestly love this shit. Like I do. I look forward to continuing to further my career as a producer, as a content creator, as a director, to be able to be somebody that has a creation or something that I'm responsible for aiding or assisting in or co-creating and letting that be a part of con fandom itself. Like I, I can't even tell you what that would do for my soul if I saw something I created like fleshed out into a cosplay. If it really, if it really happened ever someday, like that would just, that, that would be something where I'd go, yo, like for that alone, I'm immortal. Like anyone that's ever had any creation that someone sits out and sets out to take the time and dedication and says, I'm going to put that in the cosplay, whether it's a person, whether it's a meme, a movie, game, or TV show reference, comic book, anime reference, art, pop culture, whatever. You're forever immortalized because you were on somebody's mind enough that they wanted to carry that out and let hundreds of thousands of people see it, let them take pictures and videos, do fucking rambling ass podcasts over and just, you know, like you, you just fucking live forever in that sense, man. And I mean, something like this, these memories, these memories aren't going anywhere. So I I think like if, if I would have had podcasts, Going from each Comic-Con each year, that shit would mean something so much to me. Because I know one day, like, you know, God willing, you know, I'm going to be some old motherfucker that's not going to have the energy to want to do this shit. Or I'm going to need help to do this shit. Or I'm going to be able to do it in a limited capacity. And I'll be able to think back to this point right now where I'm 29 where I said, yo, this is like my first official Comic-Con podcast. And yo, you know, like it was dope. Like I really had pod, I really had Comic Con with my friends. We went out to eat. We went out to drink. We went to go see movies. We had a great time. We all slept over in a, a nice hotel room. And you know, like like I like like we really just got to just let our imaginations let let the part of us that are still kids just have a fucking time and i mean a really great time so you know something like that to me is important i feel like in some sense everybody's got to have a comic con in their lives and for me this is it i understand there are other cons they're all over the place all over the world but new york comic con it, it and not to mention it's home so it's not like I'm like I'm somewhere where I'm not familiar or anything like it. No, I'm always home. Like, you know, like like whenever I've gone, I've either left my mother's house, 
you know, and which is like 45 minutes away via train, 20 some more minutes driving or my father's house, which was like about, you know, 45 minutes away, you know, driving or like an hour, like a little over an hour via the train. So it was like it was always in my fucking backyard. It was never something so far. And I would run in the friends that I would only catch up with at Comic-Con. Or just make new friends at Comic Con. Like it just happens. Like 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 one little piece of magic and I'll begin to sort of wrap out my closing of just speaking about myself. But again, this is what the limited edition version of this podcast gets you now. You get all of my rambles here in audio. Um literally the first the first day of the con, I had um left New York Penn Station Thursday morning to go ahead and go. Uh, I remember the first person I saw that really had a notable cosplay outfit was some dude and um, dressed up as Mario. Like, I was telling myself, like, oh, shit, look, that's a pretty convincing Mario. He's got the shirt, the overalls, the hat. Dude literally has a full-on fleshed-out mustache that's, like, definitely like a Mario mustache. I was like, hey, dude, you mind if I get your picture? Like, Mario and I and Escalade, and I literally told it, like, yep, first, first of the day, first of the con. Would you know that that was literally the friend of a good friend of mine of the, um, you know, of the, of another podcast of mine that literally, that literally was like, yo, that is my homie, Adam chill. This world is too small. And I'm like, yo, oh yeah. And I, I was just trying to think of the podcast that it was shout out to the true story, bro podcast. My boy out to Ron, that's his homie, Adam. Like, he literally saw him and was like, oh, my God, you ran into my homie Adam. I was like, yo, that is Comic-Con magic. Having an AMC show, Comic Book Man and Ming Chin crash on my floor is 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 just Comic-Con magic. Considering he's the close friend and associates of one of my favorite directors ever, um, you know, good friend to some of my favorite podcasters ever. To be able to have him by association, just chill on the floor, hang out, do a spot, you know, hug, handshakes, take pictures and all of that just genuinely like you really just can't make this shit up. You can't, you know, the only thing you can do is just like I said, you know, just bask in the energy, enjoy it, take it in and, you know, just look forward to the next time around. You know, hopefully you're able to go. You know, I I definitely, like I said, encourage anybody if you can, you know, the tickets, they randomly sporadically go on sale in the spring. But trust me, it's something that if you do it at least once, you know, you'll get hooked. You'll find yourself wanting to go each fucking year. For me, it's like Disneyland for me. I only went to Disneyland once as as a kid. Well, Disney World, if you will. And I was much, much younger with my mother and my grandmother, Mary. God bless her soul. And, you know, for me, this is like my Disney World again and again and again. I never got to experience this with, you know, other family and, and like many friends of mine, like a few friends here and there close from childhood. But, you know, like I said, it's just something that I, I love and it just has a deeper aesthetic value to me than I think most people will ever relate to. So that's why I wanted to put it on the podcast because I know it means something to me. It's going to mean something to someone else. And hopefully, you know, that just makes sense to whoever is listening and tuning in. But yeah, man, I mean, 
for me, it's getting late. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. You know, it's getting late as fuck. I actually have to manage to get some sleep. Uh, I feel pretty good about the pod coming out, you know, super duper on time for the next day. You know, things, you know, right now are definitely changing in my life for the better. I'll be able to uh, be able to go ahead and go into more and why probably in the next pods to come. But um, I'll just say this. Just stay tuned. I'm going to be incredibly focused, dedicated and committed to making sure that this podcast and any related content that either has me attached to it or it attached to it to be the very best thing yet. So otherwise, yeah, man, I think that right there definitely is a nice way to conclude this limited edition. The first episode of season two of the Bombastic Podcast. Yeah. And now to our regularly scheduled programming. You feel me? Yep, actually filled that in perfectly because here it comes. So once again, I'm your host, Imani Wilson, and I'd like to thank you for tuning into this podcast. Please take this time to go ahead and consider hitting that subscribe button and also clicking that notification bell and also subscribing to the long length audio version of this podcast, which you can find everywhere you listen to your podcast. And I'm talking all the big boys. I'm talking iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, at some point I need to get myself back on SoundCloud just so this way I can make sure my reach is to as many people that may appreciate this podcast as possible. And please go ahead and follow me on social media with any updates. I mean, my social media is not the most, uh, captivating in the world, but it is the most eclectic. It's pretty different. It's pretty different. But again, I'm your host, Imani Wilson, and this has been another bombastic podcast. Stay nerdy.